Welcome to the all-new Champion Squad Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Garrett, and I will not be joined by a co-host today, so your boy's just gonna have to solo squad. But, I think I'll be alright. Anyways, yes, I've recorded other podcasts, but this one's probably gonna be my main podcast. So yes, this is the first episode of the Champion Squad Podcast. I I can't guarantee in the future we will have a co-host. I have two in mind already. They just weren't available today. So I'm going to be solo squatting this one. But yeah, today's episode, I'm going to talk about rank in Season 8. Season 8 has come out just, it's been about two weeks now. It's pretty fun. I'm liking it a lot. I don't, I I kind of like 30-30. Not a big fan of Fuse, but I mean, King's Canyon's back, which is a Big plus, I'm not a fan of Olympus. I don't think many are. I loved World's Edge. King's Canyon was the best when it had Skulltown. But now with out Skulltown, Thunderdome, and a couple other key locations, I'd rank it second best to World's Edge. But unfortunately, like I said, World's Edge is vaulted for this season. Next season, um, who knows which, which map it will be on or will rotate on. But yeah, rank King's Canyon first split. I am in currently gold one as I'm recording this. I started in silver four because I got the gold one last season. I didn't really grind. I'm somewhat grinding right now, but yeah. In gold one, hopefully I'll be able to hit platinum really soon. But yeah, I just want to give you a couple tips and a couple good legends and reasoning for that legend. But first, let's get into the best landing locations. So, first of all, if you follow me on the Instagram page for this podcast, you really should. It's Champion Squad Podcast, just like the name on the podcast. Anyways, I posted a picture that tells everybody the best loot-wise. Like, Apex Legends posted this, and it says the best loot available on King's Canyon. The best spots that have, like, the best loot, all of different colors, and... And yeah, so let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, there it is. Okay. So the like places that have just good loot are purple. There's some blue ones that have mid tier loot, and then basic tier loot is correct. So. I'll name off a couple locations that are popular that aren't high tier loot. Airbase, a popular place. It's mid tier loot, not high tier, which I was pretty surprised. Gauntlet, mid tier. River Center, which is pretty much just where Cascades used to be. It's on the other side of Bunker. That's mid tier. Bunker is mid tier, which was very surprising to me. Um. Capacitors mid-tier. Labs. Yeah, labs. Like, the place where half the lobby goes. That's mid-tier loot. So, it's Hydro Dam. Cage. Market. That was surprising. Mirage Voyage is also mid-tier loot. And then some of the better loot locations. Runoff. Salvage. Water treatment. Swamps. Crash sites. Spotted. And high desert. That place just outside of Bunker. Including artillery. But, Yeah. Those are the better locations, and where I've been landing, personally, we either land at High Desert, Artillery, or Crash Site slash Spotted Lake. Those are the about three to four locations we land at. 
So yeah, those are some of the good locations. If you check out the Instagram, you'll see all the locations. You'll be able to turn for yourself. But the worst looting location possible, the worst loot, is Crypto's Map Room. I thought that'd be a pretty good location, but I mean, oh well. So now, I'm going to talk to you about my weapon-like choices. There's a lot of other weapon choices to go up with your best with, but I'm currently running the R301 Spitfire. You may think, why is there no SMG? Why the Spitfire? Listen here. R301. Insane. No recoil. Pretty much. And plus angle receiver. That's a big buff. 35 and 72 or something like that for the head. That's pretty much a lot of damage. So yeah. If you're going to be wanting to get lots of damage, I recommend this. And the Spitfire, you pop it two to four times on that thing. It gives it infinite range. You can beam. When I mean beam, I mean like full auto, not tap, tap, tap with your finger trigger or finger on the trigger. You can go full auto from 100 meters away and beam somebody. It's just so overpowered like that. And if, if I'm in close range, I have to reload my ARC-301. Instead of reloading, I swap to the Spitfire and it gets the job done just alright. But yeah, that's what's been getting me lots of kills. Because we're the playstyle I'm playing with, we're getting lots of kills. And we're getting, like the wins we're getting is like 20 kills combined of all three of us. 20 to 26, about. So that's quite a few kills each. We're at least averaging, I'd say our average kills per win is about 6 or about 5 to 7. That's a decent amount of kills, and we're doing easily in the thousands. So, I mean, you want to be running a good loadout. You, see, a mistake I see a bunch of people make is they go off loadouts that requires luck or just in insane skill. Like, I've been killing a bunch of people who are running Wingman Mastiff. The Wingman and Mastiff both are really good. They're top, they're top tier weapons. If you hit your shots, that's a big if. Wingman, as if you play Apex, you know, it's not that easy to hit your shots with. And when you hit two or three in a row, it feels really good. You get excited, but I mean, other than that, you're going to miss several. And you might like, okay, well, you have a shotgun. The Mastiff is known for doing 13, 12, 19, 26, 34, those kind of damages. That does not need to be your close range. If you're hitting 13, 26, stuff like that, you're going to get shredded by the time you get that second shot off. If you're running Mastiff close range, you need to get them and you need to practice the firing of killing them in two shots. Three, if you're able to strafe and stuff like that, or you get the first shot off. So that means you're going to have to hit two perfect shots, or else you're just going to get out beamed. That's just. The Mastiff should be a secondary choice, not a primary. Like, sometimes I run R301 Mastiff. That's good, because you have the R301, if you have to reload, you're most likely going to hit them for a lot if they are not dead yet. So you swap to the Mastiff and you hit them a little bit. But you just can't afford to hit for 13, because if you hit for 13 once, you've pretty much lost the fight already. Because from there, you're at the two perfect shots. Okay. Anyways, so I'll tell you a couple other weapons that are alright. The R99, it's going to sound weird, but it's not that good. In my opinion, it's not that good. Just listen here. 
if I was testing this out, and if you miss the first shot, the first shot out of the whole mag, and you don't have a, if you don't have a, um, any kind of, um, extended mag, and you miss the first shot, you're guaranteed to miss the first eight. And if they don't have a body, you're going to have to hit eight out of the 12 shots to kill them. If they have a gray body, 11 out of the 12 shots. A blue body, you're not going to get them if you miss the first shot without a magazine. So that's what I'm saying. Even if they do, like, you're going to have to hit several shots at least. It's just, Arnold and Nun's good for great accuracy. In a game so fast-paced like this, you don't have time to line up your shots most of the time. So that's why you want to go with a weapon that shoots a little, shoots fast and does a lot of damage, but doesn't shoot as fast. That's why I like the 301. I can miss, the, I can afford to miss three or four shots at the beginning because I know the recoil is not going to do anything, and I'm going to hit the rest most likely unless if they're not moving in too crazy of a way. So that's decent. I rank that big like a B tier, and then. The Volt's another good close range. I'd rate that between A and S. The Alternator's a B tier. It, I'd say A tier. It's good off spawn, but you want to swap it for a 301 or something better. Um, what else? If you find a Prowler, that's alright. I think that's the worst care package weapon in the thing, though. I think the Peacekeeper's probably number one. Number two is the Kraber, and then number three is the Prowler. I just don't think the Prowler's that good. It deserves to be. It should be on the ground. Anyways, yeah. Other weapons that'd be good. Mastiff's pretty good. Hemlock. Scout. 3030's alright if you learn how to use it. Havoc if you have turbocharger. Same thing with devotion. Wingman if you're alright with it. Spitfire. Like I said, 301. Um, Flatline's also really good. I wouldn't recommend the EVA anymore. It's C tier in my opinion. I wouldn't recommend Mozambique or P2020 even with hammer points. It's just not worth the risk. And yeah, I need to try to use those weapons if possible. I mean, you can also obviously use snipers, but that's just going to be a risk. A very large risk. you got to really hit your shots. Especially if you're using a sniper that's not the triple take. Because you're most likely going to be doomed if you have to reload or you run out of ammo in your close range. And you have a longbow as your secondary, you're you're gonna get beamed, and you're just there's nothing you can really do about it. So you really gonna make sure that you are not running snipers unless it's a triple take. Like you can, it's just a risk. But yeah, those are the weapons I'd mainly be trying to use if I were you. But yeah, next we'll get into legends. There's a lot of legends that you could almost use any legend for ranked. Because they're good in different situations. Like, this is going to sound weird. I'm using Octane for ranked. I have fast movement. I get my pads so much and the pads have been buffed so much I can go very far. So we can, like, I can be moved. We can get from one side of the map to the other or get out of sticky situations like that. Like that. Because of my pads. So it's pretty good. We're running the lifeline because lifeline's overpowered. Like, or we used Prowler mostly lifeline because I mean, just the fact that you get a free res in fighting, and like you don't have to be hidden or have to risk you dying to do it, and you still get the fight, and I'm protected somewhat. That's pretty good. 
And then we usually, my friend runs Mirage because he's the tryhard of the group. He can get out of such a stick. He's the one that does most kills and damage. Like, I, like we all get kills and damage, but he usually gets just a little bit more. So, yeah, he, I mean, he uses it to help him get out of sticky situations and overall just to help us. But, yeah, other legends that'd be good. Wraith's obviously really good. Bloodhound's pretty good. Crypto's all right. Only, not everybody should be crypto. Not everybody can be crypto. Crypto needs to be in the back, the very back. So if you're running a crypto, you can't run a lifeline or Gibby. Like, it's just not worth it. If you're running a lifeline, she needs to be towards the back. Crypto has to be in the back. So that leaves, that pretty much, me like, lifeline can fight, but she needs to be kind of farther back. So it's pretty much just a one and a half versus three. And that's not what you want. Unless, so if you're running a crypto, you need to have, that probably needs to be either the worst person on the team. Or the other two people on your team just need to be so goaded that they can do 2v3 almost every time. Because the crypto is probably not going to get near as much damage or kills. Yeah, other legends, Watson's good, depends on if you, your play style. I mean, Watson's even good. I, I've gotten eight kill wins with Watson. Like, she's not bad for fighting in any means. Like, her small hitbox makes her pretty good, where you can dodge and weave and not take much damage because you're able to have make them miss the shots. And then at the very end, you can fence them and block them or get in a house towards the end, and she's pretty good. Her ult, and there's been times where... It was a very small circle, and we were hiding behind a rock, and we had our ult up, so no, because they had a gibby, so they couldn't ult on us, or, or throw nades. We also had fence stops, so they couldn't get to us, and they were in storms, so yeah. That was a really very, that's just an example of a good play you can use for her. That's not necessarily campy. Caustic's also really good, but he's a little harder to use than Watson, so you want to have someone that knows how to use him well. Um, Revenant's not that great, but I mean, he's okay. Rampart is good if they're also really good at fighting. Because her kit doesn't help you with fighting that much. She's more defensive character. I mean, yes, there's Gila, but I mean... And she has a decent-sized hitbox. Like, like a middle-ish. So, I mean, the person who's using her really needs to know how to fight well and not, fight, like, focus on abilities. So, maybe like a lifeline, maybe Watson, someone like that that's used to fighting without having any powers to help them, they're going to be pretty good with using her. Also, yeah, um, Horizon's a pretty solid choice, especially if you're running a Caustic or a Fuse. Like, if you're running Horizon, Caustic, and Fuse, it's so overpowered. You throw the Fuse ult, you put the Horizon ult in the middle, and then you put the caustic ult in the middle. They take fire, gas, and they're stuck because of the horizon ult. I wouldn't recommend running that combo only to do that situation unless it's pubs. But I'm just saying that's an option for a lower tier. But yeah. um, That's who I'd use for legends. And then next, I mean, we can talk about different kind of play styles. So I'd say there's three different kind of play styles. One, speed, getting lots of kills, high damage, stuff like that. These are the people who are probably trying to get 20 bomb or 4k, maybe even 3k, but most likely 4k in a ranked match. Like, people 
who are really good at the game go for this. They're most likely going to be using Wraith, maybe, or Pathfinder, Octane, Horizon, someone like that that's just really fast-paced, maybe Bloodhound even, that they can just get kills, get out, go to another fight, and maybe kill 10 people within 10 minutes, maybe even less. So yeah, these there's also a middle-ish play style where there are people who kind of play more. They get kills, but they're not like on purposely just going around the map as fast as possible to get kills. That's us. That can be pretty much any legend combo. And then there's the defensive, where there are people who are more stank campy, kind of hiding in buildings. That's going to be your Watson, Caustic, Rampart. You can also add other people in mixed match, but you're going to at least have one of those in there, or if not more. But yeah. So yeah, that's going to be the end of this first ranked podcast. Tell me if you would like anything else, like just go to the Instagram, DM me, whatever. Just tell me what you'd like me to talk about on the podcast, and I'll talk about it. Because I know this first episode is not that long. There wasn't much discussion because I didn't have a co-host. But if y'all are recommending stuff that y'all want me to say on the show, and until my co-host gets here, we could have a good hour, hour and a half going by. But yeah. So, make sure to follow us on Spotify. I'm hoping to put it on there. I don't know. I haven't touched out, touched, spoken to them yet. Yeah, make sure to follow Tell your friends if you like it. Follow the Instagram. I also have a YouTube. It's Spock Plays. Make sure to follow that or subscribe to that. Because that's where you'll see a bunch of fun gameplay and other funny stuff. Like sports, stereotype videos, stuff like that. My goal is to hit 100 subscribers by the summer. I'm at 60 right now, so let's try to get that going. Yeah. Also, I'll try to get 100 followers on either SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever I can get this uploaded to. So, yeah. Hope you have a good day. And I'll see y'all later.